Welcome to From Uniforms to Unicorns. This podcast is all about our experience as female corrections officers, our challenges, our triumphs, and our transitions out of the career. Lauren and I have always had a significant bond friends, moms, and business owners that happen to be in prison. Life attempted to separate us, but we always found a way back to each other through huge life milestones, tragedy, and random text messages saying, I thought of you today. We know there's huge curiosity surrounding these topics, and we aren't the only ones that struggle. There are also incredible stories just waiting to be shared, and we want this to be a safe place for us and you to talk about the often unspoken world of corrections. Grab a coffee, head out on a walk, or just take a break. Let me warn you, we have no idea what we're doing. From uniforms to uniforms. Hi, Sharon. Hi, Lauren. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? Good. Good. It's good to see your face on here again, but I got to see you in person yesterday, which was Yeah, we did. We did a little (laughs) sneaky walk, so that was fun. Yeah, it was fun. And then my car broke down, so I'm still here. Um, yay me. <laughs> but today I am so excited. Uh, we have Chad Kennedy here from C to C for PTSD. And uh, thank you so much for being here, Chad. We're excited to learn more about you and awesome. the organization that you've started. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm with the Alberta Sheriff's Highway Patrol. Um, currently off work um, due to my post traumatic stress. Um, going through therapy. Um, and actually, right after this call today, I'll, I'll get to meet my occupational therapist. And we'll, we'll uh, dive into uh, EMDR. So oh, I, okay. I, I, you know what, I, I'm excited and scared all at the same time. But, right. Uh, of course, that's yeah. a new adventure, right? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, an adventure challenge. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know much about EMDR. I know a little bit. Um, mm. do you, what do you know about EMDR? Or are you just like, I'm just going to go and see what happens? I, I'm just, you know what? I, I've taken all the, uh, the scary stories that I've heard and I've sort of banked them away. I'm going to go into this with, uh, with a, a, a positive approach. Um, awesome. That's good. You know That's a good approach. Well, yeah, I, I'll, I'll stay neutral. Um, yeah. You know what? Just another challenge in my life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So tell us about some of the challenges you've been through. Oh, some of the challenges. Uh, the biggest challenge every day um, is just getting up and, and being motivated. Um, if you follow me at all in social media, I, I usually post um, some positive quotes and I share those with with everybody out there. So like many of us with uh, dealing with post-traumatic stress, um, you know what motivation seems to be lacking. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be very easy just to, to lay in bed all day and, and sleep the day away, but you uh, learn to develop, um, I guess, routine. So my eyes open, whatever time my eyes open, I do body scan, um, do some breathing exercise, get out of the bed, make my bed, get that cup of coffee going. First cup mm-hmm. of coffee, so important. And then I will, I will actually um, um, play 
senseless games, you know, candy crush, get that first cup of coffee in me. And, and while I'm waiting for the second cup to brew, I, I shoot onto the internet and I look for uh, inspirational or motivational quotes that will get me through the day yeah. and uh, motivate me to get out and do my, my walking. So, um, you know, with, without that little, those little quotes with, with the positive spin, you know, that's, uh, for, for the lack of a better term, it's a challenge. Um, mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. just staying focused and upbeat and positive and, and realizing that uh, this post-traumatic stress stuff isn't, it, it doesn't have to be a life sentence. We can, um, we can function, we can carry on, we can spread joy, hopefully inspire others to, to get off their asses and, and go for a walk and disconnect from from all the, the hardships that we might be going through. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You said something there that I thought was interesting because you're like, we can be positive, we can do all these things, and, I don't, and I'm thinking in my head, and then we can fall apart completely again, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's Absolutely. okay, right? Like, the positive quotes, okay. all of those things are so, so helpful. I And I, I know that well, like gratitude and stuff like that, the morning routine, the like, I have this routine set up, so what, once I do this, then I get out of bed. Um, and then it's like, yeah, and the positive quotes. And then there's some day where you're like, no, fuck that one. No, yeah, you're right. Like, you're like, no, <laughs> yeah. no, not what I am There's like, yeah, there, you're 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 rifling through a whole bunch of things, and and you, yeah, there's uh all my mm-hmm. sticky notes. There's the uh, do a lot of writing on the sticky notes, and a lot of them get crumpled and just tossed off to the side. Mm-hmm. I need to invest in a in a, a trash can. <laughs> you know what i'm i'm a post-it note lo- like love post-it notes and every time we go to walmart the kids are like mom you need don't need any more post-it notes and i have specific <laughs> post-it notes for specific things but i have a journal that i put post-it notes into so because i used to be all over my computer and now i bought a journal that i have post and sometimes i'll flip through it and be like oh, i wonder why i wrote that down or i wonder mm-hmm. you know why why do i have this random person's phone number when i don't even recognize that name at all right <laughs> like just someone said his name or something and yeah yeah i'm a i love post-it notes so yeah it's it, it is uh some days it's tough right like it is tough. absolutely mm-hmm. So let's just go back. I, w- I just wanted to know how long have you were you with the Alberta Sheriff's? Like, when did you start? I started actually uh, the end of this month will be 13 years. 13 um, years. Okay. And I, I entered directly into the, the traffic program. So I, I didn't work courts or um, deal with prisoner escorts. It was diving right into the highway patrol program. Okay. And then, you, like, you talk about uh, your diagnosis with PTSD did you when did that show up for you and how uh well so we'll we'll go back to the end of 2017 um having a lot of problems with uh anxiety anger um you know the the typical fight or flight and I wasn't uh wasn't much for for fleeing um it was it was more you're going to challenge me with words where we're going to have a battle. And um, I realized it, it, you know, that the anger side of me, that the fighting part, um, A, isn't healthy, B, not professional. Um, and 
the the anger and and the darkness um, sort of affected every relationship in my life. It was, uh, you know, I was in a dark place. Uh, so family, friends, colleagues um, were noticing this this shift in me, and I, I finally reached out to um, my family doctor and had a chat with him. Um, and right off the bat, um, you know, I was showing signs of, of PTSD. Um, so from there, he, uh, he got me referrals to Alberta Mental Health and to a psychiatrist and psychologist um, and went from there. Um, unfortunately, the, uh, the psychologist that I had dealt with initially didn't really have an understanding of what first responders or emergency service um, people deal with. Um, I hear that so much, so it, much. It, it, it was, you know, really a, a horrible experience. It was, um, he was avoiding diving into anything that, that had to do with me being um, a, a person in the emergency service world. Um, and it had everything to do with, with my personal life. And so eventually, like most would, I just walked away from that treatment. Um, but thankfully, um, my psychiatrist and my family doctor had prescribed me with, with medication that would sort of get rid of that fight or flight mode. And I sort of coped. Mm -hmm. um, and then eventually um if anybody's read my story um july of of this past year july 18th um there was a, a bus rollover in uh, jasper national park at the columbia ice fields uh bus rolled down the side of the mountain mass casualties a uh, few fatalities and there were uh six of us law enforcement folks, um, four Mounties, uh, two of us highway patrol sheriffs that were first on scene. And uh, minus some, you know, volunteer search and rescue people, there were no paramedics, no EMTs, no fire department. So you've got um, six law enforcement people who are tasked with setting up a triage list. No, no, I'm sorry. Oh, what, oh what the God. hell does that even mean? Oh my God. So, um, you know, we, we sort of avoided that task um, because it was not something that, um, that's not one of our tools. Um, we ended up, you know, offering comfort to those who we could offer comfort to uh, through the means of blankets and water. And um, anyways, it, it was... Uh, uh, just a, a really crummy situation to be in, um, you know, that, that fortunately years ago, I, I realized um, I don't need to wear a mask to be a, a, a person in law enforcement. I, I can show my emotions. I'm a human being first and foremost. And that uniform is just an extension of who I am. Yeah, right? it's absolutely. Um, oh, good. So that's I, huge, I, huge. I, 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 man, I went <laughs> when I, I saw the carnage uh, that was going on around me, and it was just surreal. Everything was silent. Everybody is in a state of shock. 
and I'm overwhelmed. I just, I, I started bawling. Um, uh, you know, I, I had to change up my game because here I am just one of a few in uniform that people are looking to for strength. Um, so, you know, mentally I had to keep myself busy um, and, and take my thoughts away from what was actually going on. Uh, yeah, it, it was tough. Fortunately um, for myself and uh, another one of my partners, we were tasked with setting up a, uh, a triage area and staging area for stars and for all the ground ambulances. So that, that pulled us away from the scene. Mm -hmm. um, and actually, as we were leaving the scene an hour and a half later is, is when we heard the sirens and you know the ambulances were coming, the fire trucks were coming. Um, but for an hour and a half of your life, you don't have the tools to cope with what you're dealing with and and the sense of of I guess you feel useless helpless mm. I say I say that to I said that to Sharon about my trauma my tra trauma stems from feeling very helpless mm -hmm. being there but not being able to do exactly what everybody needed me to do and that's mm -hmm. the thing I'm one person I'm human emotions run high things happen and um yeah I carried the weight of that for a very long time and we, we, you know, we, we have to remember we're human first and, um, underneath, underneath our uniforms, um, that's all we are. We are flesh. We are human. We breathe, we cry, we, we feel, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, it was at that point in time, um, I realized how, you know, I, 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 you'll hear me quite often talk about emergency service or emergency services, I, you know, first responders were just a small piece of a very big machine. Right. And um, when, when you're a piece of the machine without the rest of the machine, what are you? So you, you really understand the importance of those other tools, which are other humans that are, are trained specifically for certain aspects of doing what we do. Mm -hmm. um yeah it's uh it was you know I learned a lot that day I, mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not Superman I, I'm not a superhero I'm just a guy that had no idea what to do mm -hmm. um but we made the most of it and mm -hmm. um fortunately um we were a part of of saving the lives of of those who survived so yeah. There is yeah. a, there is a, a plus that came from it. Mm -hmm. Of course, of course. And you always have to find that plus, mm -hmm. right? If yes. you always search for the negative or you're always like, I should have done more. I could have done this. Mm -hmm. If we would have done this, this might've, you know, like we're, we always, what if, because we're trained to anticipate what's coming next, right? right? Which is where anxiety comes from. Right? Anxiety yes. comes from always living in that um hypervigilance or you know mm -hmm. anticipating and I like Sharon and I I remember us with our supervisors we'd sit there and go what if this happens what if this happens what if this happens none of those things ever happened but if they did we were ready for them but yeah. it never went the way we were like well if right. this mm -hmm. happens this is what we would do it never went that way it was just like we just do what we got to do and we don't even think about it so yeah yeah oh I'm so sorry you went through that that we is, went through that uh, 
Like that's, that's tough. I remember watching it on the news being like, oh, and, and my, that's always my first thought is the first responders, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, wow. And thinking how far out are the ambulance? Like how far, yeah. you know, like how, how many people are actually there dealing with this at this moment and how long is it going to take to get like all the help that they need? So, so. And, and that's, what's interesting. Cause you like, yeah, immediately you go to the, uh, like we do go to the first responders, but you don't, I guess I never think like who's first on the scene and what are they equipped with and and like hearing from you like that's that's the scary part of responding to a trauma and you're not equipped to deal with everything so to me that is what makes you a hero because you did the best in a situ- in that situation that you could right with with the tools that you're given to respond to that because it's right. it's an impossible situation. To me, you're a freaking hero, right? Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, okay, so that happens uh that's when was that? 20, 2020. July, July 18th, 2020. Yeah. 2020. Okay. And then you went off right after that or No, I uh man, I continued working um now after that, I one of those weird things. Um, so there's a little bit of timeline here. Um, it was, I'm guessing, two weeks before that that bus incident. A friend of mine had invited me to um, first responders helping first responders on on Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. that's how I knew you. I was like, I know I was talking about. So, um, yeah, I jumped on board with Alan's site. I did a little blurb, you know what, I've, I'm, I've been diagnosed with PTSD and I'm always here for anybody that, that wants to reach out. So this bus incident happens. I'm like, didn't think anything about first responders helping first responders. Um, right after the bus incident, I ended up going on pre-planned vacation for two weeks um, with family. So for two weeks, I couldn't talk about what I had gone through, the trauma I had gone through at the bus crash. I had to keep it bottled up. Um, And right at the end of vacation, I basically had a meltdown. Um, So I sat around the campfire in the backyard and um, just vented on this first responders um, page about what I had gone through. And um, yeah, just, just a way to, here's a bunch of people that should understand what I'm going through. Right. And and man, holy smokes, genuinely 700 people were shooting me personal messages. Like, Hey man, it was overwhelming. Um, and, and it was, Oh man, so good to get that off my chest. And then this dude just randomly, I, I get this message. Hey brother, let's go fishing. Like, who is this guy? It's, it's Terrence Kosakar. It's got- <laughs> so, I've been so on a few like, phone calls with that guy and he is rad. Uh. He is he is the best. So he, so I'm like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> so I, I Google him. I'm like, wow, he's a pretty big deal. So um we he's we, count, we count still, my way. Count my yeah, way. He's yeah, he's count my way. Yeah. Um so we ended up having a a, a couple video chats and then he had uh uh, invited myself and the guys that I was with at the bus crash out to camp my way. 
So three of us ended up going out there. Uh, what a game changer. Um, I, I learned so much about myself. Is it in the U.S.? So it's in the U.S., right? No, or it's in uh, British Columbia. Okay. Well, it's okay. in B.C. In British okay. Columbia, okay. yeah. Because he did stuff in the U.S., I think, for a while, right? Because they did the, was it the tire flip up in Oregon? Uh, no, it, that, everything's there in Whistler and oh. Mission Mountain. Okay, so, okay, cool. Oh. Okay, awesome. It's, uh, so yeah, it was game changer. Learned how to disconnect, reconnect with nature and myself and, and reset. Um, so that, that was swell. Um, it was, uh, yeah, it was awesome. So came back, refreshed, reset. And then I just started everything sort of, ah, I didn't know if I was complacent. So I, I continued working in Banff and Lake Louise and Canmore area. And nice. I was avoiding certain areas of the national park. And I, I couldn't understand why, well, maybe I'm just bored here. Um, so I, I, had, I think November, I went into my sergeant and asked if I could change patrol areas. You know, can we get my, just someplace different? I'm tired, I'm bored. Um, so yeah, we'll see what we can do for you. And then a week before Christmas-ish, two weeks before Christmas, um, we, we had a single vehicle collision um, with injuries just so happened I was 45 seconds away from that location. Um, Canmore RCMP were responding to it and I just sort of, eh, I'm gonna avoid that, like the plague. Um, I, uh, they'll get here, it'll be fine. And just went about doing my traffic duties and then dawned on me, you know, I maybe I should go. Um, showed up. I wouldn't go anywhere near the, uh, the, the crashed vehicle. Um, thankfully, there was a conservation officer on scene. And when fire showed up, I just, you know what, you guys go do your thing. I, I froze, um, which was nothing I had ever experienced before. Usually, I run towards that danger where can I offer first aid and help out. But I, yeah, avoidance a huge dose of avoidance. Um, so moving forward to January, um, I transferred to the, the high river area. And even there it was uh, avoiding highway two, avoiding highway 22, the two busy highways, avoiding any place where something bad could happen or the chances of something bad happening were. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, so February, I, I actually reached out for help again. I, uh, well, stepped back January. I went back to camp my way, um, refreshed, but still when I got back to work and in uniform, um, that gone. avoidance continued. It's gone. Yeah. It's, it's like, gone. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, reached out for help again and, uh, through the proper channels, went back to my doctor. And um, from there, he put me off work indefinitely. He says, oh boy, oh, well, wow. we, we had a few factors, um, you know, not dealing with the bus crash um, mm -hmm. period. And then the planning of this walk across the country. It's like, man, you've got a lot going on. You need to talk to somebody. So he put me off work and now I'm going through the process. So it's, it's, 
a good thing. I'm uh, feeling more refreshed emotionally. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, moving in, in, in a positive direction. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing, uh, you, you talk, you're like, I reached out for help again. I reached out for help again. It's like, mm -hmm. it, it doesn't always happen the first time. Like you said, yeah. you get a shitty psychologist, you get someone who doesn't mesh with you. You, you take five steps forward and 35 steps backwards, right? It's like, yes. it is, it's a process and a journey and a path and a thing that is not linear. You will mm -hmm. constantly have good days and bad days and good psychologists and bad psychologists and that, yeah. it's like, but when you you can't say you're like i reached out again and it's like yeah. never stop reaching out exactly. until you feel like you've got that support and then sometimes even then it's like you got to try something else right like yeah, yeah. so important. And I'm, I'm loving hearing like the self-awareness that you have is huge because you you're recognizing something's off in you because you wouldn't respond in that way in the past so like that that other piece is huge to be aware of it in yourself and to know yourself and so now you talked about so february 2021 yes you're off work and then you'd mentioned briefly the walk so talk about that tell us all about it and what it is so okay this uh so <laughs> this, is this, actually, this is exciting times so what had happened is, is after I, uh, Terrence had reached out to me, um, you know, I'm just a guy, uh, Terrence reached out and I said, man, this is awesome. Um, a guy of Terrence's caliber reaches out to just me, um, felt very blessed, um, excited. And I, I figured, man, if a total stranger can reach out and offer me help. Why can I not do the same for somebody else that may need help? Um, so, you know, sitting around the fire, it's like, you know what? I believe we need more awareness with this, um, with PTS, operational stress injuries. Um, how can I go about doing this and being, being part of, of um, something so important. So just on a whim, you know what, I'm going to walk the country. And I love those whims. And then you like put it on the internet and shit, now I got to do that. Now I have to do it. Yeah, it that's exactly <laughs> what happened. It's like, oh boy, what did I get myself into? So um, my, my marketing background um, from a previous life, like, ah, oh, let's put a name to it and C to C for PTSD. Love it. And um, mm -hmm. yeah, put a timeline to it. And so it was August 9th of this past year. I, I went to the store, got myself a new pair of sneakers, got off my ass and just started walking. <laughs> um, so, and I, you know, so not what? even I, a full year yet. You're not even at a full year of doing this. I know it's crazy. It's, it's, awesome. Uh, it's uh, that's how awesome crazy stuff happens. That. <laughs> I know, and it's uh, yeah. So I, here I am. Here I'm the guy that's going to be walking the country um, as long as COVID doesn't um, uh, keep upsetting things for us. April second, twenty twenty two, we'll step off on the west coast 
in British Columbia and make our way right to St. John's, Newfoundland. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. And it's so, not just you, is it? Uh, nope. We've got a, um, we've got a, a few folks that are going to be walking along the way. Um, uh, we've got, yeah, we, you know what? We've got a great team. Um, they represent um, everybody. We've got a, a, a corrections officer from Alberta here. She'll be joining us. Uh, she's been off work due to her injury. Um, both her, her mind injury and a physical injury, um, that resulted at work. Um, so yes, you know, the questions posed all the time. What about us corrections folks? Yeah, it's you know, true. What, it, 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 you know, um, you're being represented. Yeah. So we've got, um, paramedics, firefighters, um, our one gentleman that represents us. He's the, the military element. He's on our board of directors. Awesome. Um, I will be, well, I, I, it's every hope that he does some of the walk with us, whether it's, you know, just Alberta or, you know, a couple hundred kilometers through Alberta. But mm -hmm. we, we mm -hmm. do represent every element, um, you know, so, yeah. It, so, well, there, okay, here's my question, because now I'm like, how do I get involved? Yeah. Uh, so is there like a map where it's like, we'll be here today and you can come and walk with us? So we're logistics. Um, we're just getting the, the map finalized for logistics. Yeah. Um, and what we will have along the way is all the communities that we'll be passing through. Yeah. Um, hopefully to do, you know, some fundraising, some meet and greet, do some walking with people. So you can check that out on our website as, as we get the map finalized and the communities we're going through, we'll have the map posted on the website. And as well as, uh, you know, there's a little sign up thing if you wanna help or if you wanna partake, um, there's a registration form on the website. Cool, okay, what is the website just so? We it is c 2 c for ptsdca Okay, awesome, okay, awesome. Cool. And it just, you just started walking and then thought, I'm just going to walk across Canada. Well, uh, you know what? First, the, the notion came, um, I'll walk across Canada. And then it took a little while to get off my ass and actually start training. For it. <laughs> and, okay, uh, how so, do you train to walk across Canada? Yeah, I mean, you just got to walk. <laughs> and uh, walk. <laughs> I, I tell you, for, for um, my emotional well-being, it's the best decision I made. Um, and um, you know, it was sort of what came first, the chicken or the egg. Well, I, you know, the chicken came first. Um, the walk is the egg, uh, mm -hmm. but the idea was there. And every day it's out pounding pavement. Um, it's uh, so good for the mind. So mm -hmm. good for the mind. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I walk every day at like minimum 45 minutes every day. And with COVID, people are like, what can we do? Like, I really want to see you. I'm like, let's go for a walk, right? Sharon yeah. and I went for a walk yesterday. Yeah. We can't it's be so, together. It yet. is so good though. It is a way to connect with people during this time to say, let's go for a walk, right? And mm -hmm. and lots of times, my husband's a, a police officer and lots of times he doesn't talk, but if I can get him out on a walk, yeah. oh, I can get him to talk. Mm -hmm. It's like, cause there's nothing else going on, right? There's yeah. no kids distracting. There's no candy crush playing. There's no, right? So it's like, <laughs> it's mm -hmm. very Candy good. crush is awesome. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm aware. No, he, what's he had a golf one that he was playing for a little while with his like buddies at work. But um, yeah, no, it is it is the place where um, we went. My parents live in Calgary, so I got to go down and enjoy Fish Creek Park this morning with my dog yes. at like six fifteen. It was it was cold. It was cold. I had on shorts. It was a little chilly, but I was like. I'm so jealous of this. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. my, we have a little valley in cameras where I live, but you could probably walk in it. It's maybe eight or 10 kilometers, but this is like, you could go down oh. right downtown on this thing. It is. Yes. And I grew, awesome up, I grew up here, here my whole life and didn't give a shit. I was like, I don't care if we overlook <laughs> this. <laughs> now I'm like, Oh my God, we need me and my kids are moving in just so we can enjoy this. Yeah. Too. Oh, it's so nice. It's so nice. So, yeah. So good. So, just uh, say your website again. Um, go ahead. Uh, C2C for PTSD.ca. Because Sharon didn't uh, write it down. She's writing. No, it I didn't. <laughs> I'm supposed to be taking notes, and my pen is just sitting here. And if the if people want to follow you on social media, your Facebook is the same c, c to c for ptsd yeah and you just and spell out the word c like the ocean yes c, right like yeah. the ocean c <laughs> yeah. s e a yes and uh uh with instagram or anything else or just yeah. uh we're instagram twitter facebook awesome. obviously and linkedin perfect awesome um that's so good because i want people to be able to reach out because a lot of people are like lauren said walking like it's the only thing you can still do <laughs> right yes. now and especially here in alberta where we're you know going to be locked down forever it seems so mm -hmm. yeah and so basically for your mental health that's what you're doing to pr protect your mental health you, you, the walking is the best for you yes and uh something i never thought would be that important to me mm -hmm. um, you know i think like all of us um we don't understand the importance of our emotional well-being. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It takes it takes something really bad to allow you to understand how important it is to take care of your your mental health. Um, and sometimes it's people coaching you or giving you the tools to realize how important it is. And uh, believe me, it's something that that should be um we should be educated in from very young right up until you know it's just something that should always be a part of us um not only for ourselves but for for everybody you know take care of our brothers and sisters um in the emergency service and military communities it's it's such it's a crazy we don't know about it right like we learn I about know. it after we get diagnosed yes with something right it's it is like so backwards but it, so backwards in, but it, what's interesting to me is we're kind of going back to basics though like you said walking mm -hmm. and you're going back to nature like if i think back to when i was a kid like many years ago that that's <laughs> many, what i many years many <laughs> many 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 years ago that's what i think though like that we were outside and we were walking and we were doing all that stuff so then when i had my kid like what do you do with your kids you Put them outside you put them in water you take them to the park you you stop and get the rocks and it's it's going back to to basics where they yes. don't need all this other shit. they need to be 
everybody does. You need to be outside, you know, head back to nature, find yourself, right? Again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we, get so lost. we get so lost, right? And all the things the, you think you stuff. need. Yeah. 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 And all the things that we think are important, right? Like that you, you know, when you get diagnosed with PTSD, you're like, oh, I have to let go of this. Oh, I have to let go of this. Oh, I have to let go of this and just start right here. Mm-hmm. And it's, it feels like the end of the world when you first start to do it, but then you're like, oh, I don't miss that at all. Right. Like, exactly. like alcohol or anything like that. Um, but yeah, there's, um, there's power in going to the nature and the you know, just listening. Even yesterday we were, um, I think lots of people wouldn't have noticed this. We were talking to, to Steve and in the background, like there was tons of wind, but there was also lots of birds chirping birds, and Sharon yeah. and I got off and we're like, that's really cool. I hear all the yeah. birds. I'm like, Oh, you heard the birds. <laughs> I heard the birds too. But lots of people wouldn't stop to listen for the birds. Right. Mm-hmm. There's just right. so much noise going on around us all the time. And so much, um, information coming and we have a hard time filtering out so much stuff, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah. When our mind is distracted. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Cool. Cool. Okay. Uh, what else do we want to know, Sharon? Um, yeah, this is, it's so good. It's so important what you're doing and it's amazing. So yes. it's awesome. I don't, like even that, how that idea comes to you because it just, I'd be like, wow, it wouldn't have ever come to me. <laughs> I'm like, whatever. Let's Yeah, it is and and the name too. C to C for P. Like I'm just like, it's brilliant. Right? Yeah, it's, it's all brilliant. It's very cool. And I see your t-shirt. I want a t-shirt. So that's <laughs> <laughs> write it down. Write it down. Can you order t-shirts on the website? Yes, you sure can. What okay. about hats? I need a hat. Do you have a hat? You know what? We're 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 working on getting okay. hats. Um okay. it's it's yeah, our our supplier. Yeah, I know it's, it's okay. Tough. I worked in retail business. I understand. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, you know what? And I'm all about the hat. Most of our team is all about the hat. Yeah, mm-hmm. t-shirts are it. easy. T-shirts are easy. Start yes. with t-shirts. Yes, and then if the t-shirts sell, then go to hats. That's that's right. I know what you mean. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, so if you want to get involved, you can get involved. You can register. You can walk. You can donate. Um, Right? You have a fun, you have a fundraiser for this, right? Yes, uh, that's set up on the website as well. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it's sort of the website's a one-stop shop. Uh, there's, you know, as we progress as as a team with our management and our board of directors, uh, the website will have more added to it, like yeah. the map, the countdown clock. Um, you'll You're be just a to... guy who decided to walk across Canada, and yeah. now you have to have all the shit on. I know, I, uh, man. <laughs> just uh... demanding people who want merch. And... Yeah, <laughs> I, I was just a guy that wanted to walk the country and raise some money to be able to help others. And you know what? Our our government, um, love them or hate them, you know, they put all these rules in place with with. Yeah. Uh, Nonprofit stuff and oh yeah it's uh um you know what it's it's just a, another little challenge yep. um but I, i've got a great team um that i work alongside uh board of directors is awesome my management team um are fantastic and really know their stuff um which keeps me grounded um because if it was up to me i'd be bouncing all over the place and um, but they, they keep me grounded. Um, yeah. And I go through a lot less sticky notes with having them at the uh, 
at the helm, um, allows me to step back, uh, do my physical training, um, and and take care of my emotional well-being because I know that is going to be a, a huge challenge walking the country and other people sharing their stories with me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, keep everything just keeps me in check. So shoot over to the website um, if there's if there's something that needs to be answered and it's not answered there. Um, by all means, shoot me a message on Messenger. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll get back to you. I promise. I get back to everybody all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm. Uh, I'm excited to watch this happen. Yeah. It's it's very it's very cool. It's very cool. There's um, the there's that veterans walk for remembrance rucksack rock for remembrance. I was supposed to help with it in November. And then I got called away to do something else, but I love like volunteering. And so you let me know, Chad, you let so, me know what you need. Oh, I'll, I'll reach out. Like, oh, damn it. Careful what you ask. <laughs> no, I, I, and I, I under like a whole, the whole like nonprofit and all of that sort of stuff. I totally understand. It's like a whole new world and it is. everything changes all the time. And then it's like, you apply for a grad and you're like, then you get it. And you're like, oh no, now what? Now that means way more work for me if I get a grant. So yeah, it's uh, it's a learning curve, but that's the thing. It's like little tiny baby steps at a time. That's how we yeah. do everything, right? Everything that is amazing happens with one little decision to go for a walk, one little decision to yeah. walk, one little decision to walk across Canada. <laughs> not, not necessarily a little yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Sharon has a, we have a question that we ask everybody, everybody. Um, at the end of the podcast and um, go ahead, Sharon, I'll let you ask it. Okay. Uh, it's what are you living for? What am I living for? It's, yeah, it's, for that. that's it's it. pretty, it's pretty deep. And we decided to go with that for this year because um, our whole focus for this season was mental health and protecting your mental yes. health and some of our guests. So we're, we're yeah, we're asking the question. <laughs> they didn't even ask me the question the other day. I'm like, I'm not prepared to answer that. I know. How do you, like, <laughs> oh my goodness. The answers um, have been interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Go ahead. You know, okay. What I'm living for at the moment and, and for the rest of my journey from, from this moment until I reach the other end of Canada is, is just having people, I just want people to, to, to start talking about, okay. um, about their challenges. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I really live behind the, the fact it's not weak to speak, um, but so many of us hide our, our, our injury um, like it's a, a dark little secret. It's something we have to tuck away. We're not comfortable speaking about. Um, but when we harbor all that, that negative stuff, we don't talk about it. We don't realize how we can move energy to get rid of the negative. Um, we, we end up, sadly, with, with um, all these emergency service and, and military suicides. Mm-hmm. Um, that really hits home. And so for the moment, for down the road, I just want my story to be heard. I leave it as an open book um, in hopes that 
I can inspire somebody else to speak up or do the hardest thing um, that, that we all have to face um, is asking for help. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's really bizarre that um, as, as emergency services and, and military personnel, where we're doing all the helping, it's so hard for us to reach out and ask for help. Mm-hmm. So what I'm living for, A, for myself, um, B, for everybody else, is um, this epidemic we have in, in our communities. Um, man, it just needs to stop. We need to be heard. We need to fix the process. Um, and, and that starts at the beginning of our careers, not halfway through our career or at the end of our career. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it starts now. And mm-hmm. as for me, I don't know at this point in time if this is the end of my career or if I'm just halfway through. Right. Um, time will tell. Um, yeah. But for the now, you know. Yeah. Let's live for each other. Let's take care of yep. each other. Yes. Yes. So good. That, that's a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> Every answer is a great answer. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you, if you listen to it, you'll hear like, yeah. I, and some of the things people say, I'm like, I never thought of that. You know, yeah. like I never, uh, but I liked when you said a right now I'm living for me. Right. Mm-hmm. Because that in order to help others, you have to be you know, in a space to do so and know that you're in a space to do so and um, have your emotional intelligence in check. Cause like you just said, when people start coming and telling me their stories, Mm -hmm. I have to be able to take those stories, take them in and be able to release them because they're they're not yours. Right. So, and that takes a lot of work to, to not carry the weight of other people's stuff. Right. Oh, well, oh, this is amazing. This was amazing, Chad. Thank this you was good. so much yeah. for being here. I'm excited. I'm excited for more people to know uh, about the walk and more people to get involved. And um, yeah, you let us know if you need anything, right, Sharon? Sharon, yeah, like, ah, just... don't volunteer me. <laughs> <laughs> I know Here's where to find number. the both of you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, reach out. This was this was amazing. And if we can so help good. you, we'll find someone who can. So yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Thank, thank you. Thank you awesome. so much, Chad. You're amazing. You are a hero. I want you to know that. I I believe. Well, thank that. you. You're gonna make me cry a little bit. Just good. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you both for for what you do. Um oh, thank you. You know what? Um the more advocates we have out there, the better more resources, the better. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's women like you that inspire people like me and knowing that we're not alone. We're just yeah. one big community and hopefully mm-hmm. we can get more people to open up and, and seek the help they need or yeah. share ideas or jump on the advocacy island. Yep, it's, totally. Uh, and the more people place. we have on that island, yeah. the more people will come, right? Because That's we're, right. we're lessening that, you know, um, the stigma. That stigma. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Well, thank you. Have a thank great you. day. Thank you. Well, that's all for this episode. Thanks so much for listening. You can find us on Instagram at From Unicorns to Unicorns uh, on all podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Speaker, all of those. 
Also feel free to subscribe. You'll be notified of new episodes that come out and we always love a review. Also feel free to share with anybody you think would enjoy. We also want to send a big thank you to Jamie Green for being our podcast editor and to Jeff Bale at Third Hell Music for our soundtrack. Thanks again, everyone. Have a great day, love. Lauren and Sharon.